the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Just a little bit of advice. Oh, hey, welcome. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, whether you're listening in Tampa, Florida, uh, this is the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm not Bill Bunkley, I'm Bob Bernie. I host my own program here in Columbus, Ohio, and occasionally we link the two radio stations together and we simulcast. Uh, Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone for a couple of days, and I have the privilege of sitting in for him while doing my program here. So anyway, uh, welcome. Uh, Here's a little bit of advice. Never put too much stock in statistics Polls, or I don't want to say research, uh, studies, okay? You, you can make statistics say almost anything you want them to say, and it's all in how you ask the question. And this is absolutely true. Uh, you can go down on a street corner in downtown Tampa or downtown Columbus, Ohio, And you can ask a hundred people just randomly a question. And then you come out of that with uh, 60% said this, uh, 32% said this, uh, 8% said I don't know and I don't care. Wait an hour, go to the very same corner, and ask the very same question worded differently. Same question, just worded differently differently. And you can get an absolutely different, almost opposite response. It's all in how you ask the question, how the question is worded. So be careful with uh, polls and and so on. And that's why this research from the Barna folks, and I have great, great Confidence and respect for George Barna and Barna and his organization. But this is, well, it's counterintuitive. Here is the headline from today. Most Americans don't like Christian celebrity culture and megachurches, according to a recent study. Hmm. Here it is. Well, while a majority of Americans have a positive view of Jesus, most, including Christians, also have a negative opinion of celebrity Christian culture, celebrity pastors, evangelicals, megachurches, and famous worship bands, a new study from Barna Group shows. And then I'm not going to bore you with all these statistics, 
but they asked a whole lot of people uh, what their thoughts are about megachurches. The overwhelming majority said, yeah, we don't like them. Well, we don't like megachurches. Well, what about celebrity pastors? No, we don't like them either. We No, 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 we don't like celebrity pastors. Well, what about famous worship bands? No, we don't like them either. No, we don't. Uh-uh. We don't like celebrity pastors. We don't like megachurches, and we don't like famous worship bands. Okay. I'm not the brightest bulb in the candelabra. Okay? I readily admit that. Average, maybe below average intelligence. All right? I am Mr. Joe Average, and I mean that. I'm not trying to be falsely humble. It's just true. Uh, Anyway, I do have a brain. And, okay, if the majority of people do not like megachurches, how did they become megachurches? Somebody needs to explain. If the majority of Americans don't like megachurches, well, then how did they become megachurches? And how come we have megachurches all over the country? Here in Columbus, we have at least um, five that would be considered megachurches, maybe more in Tampa. Oh, my goodness, you folks have a whole bunch of megachurches. A megachurch is a church that runs consistently in attendance, 2,000, 2,500. That's, that's a megachurch. So if everybody doesn't like them, how do they get all those people? Likewise, if the majority of Christians don't like famous worship bands, how how do they become famous? How do you how do you become famous if the majority of people don't like you? And then celebrity pastors. Now listen, I got a problem with celebrity pastors, not mega churches. I don't care about the size of the church. If it's 30 or 30,000, the size, the attendance is unimportant to me. What are you teaching? What are you doing? Are you winning people to Christ? Are you baptizing them? Are you making solid disciples of Jesus Christ? Are you taking a stand, unapologetic, uncompromising stand on the absolute authority of Scripture? If you are, and you're a megachurch, God bless you! If you're a church of a hundred, God bless you! I don't care about the size. Celebrity pastors, on the other hand, uh, no. Nope, 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 nope. I And I, don't get me started. I have very, very strong feelings about celebrity. Now, it doesn't mean, when I think about celebrity pastors, I'm not talking about famous pastors. W.A. Criswell, longtime pastor of First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas, was a famous pastor. He's been in heaven now for several years. He wasn't a celebrity pastor, well-known. Dr. Robert Jeffress, who is now the senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas, and he's a dear friend. Uh, He's well-known, but he's not a celebrity pastor. He doesn't 
flout his wealth, his uh, influence. Uh, I know him pretty well, and he's a very, very humble man. He really, he's not a celebrity. Um, so anyway, uh, let's see. 16% of U.S. teens and adults have a positive view of megachurches. 16%. Isn't it true that most megachurches have huge youth groups? I don't know of a single megachurch that doesn't have a huge, gigantic youth group. And yet, according to this study, only 16% of U.S. teens have a positive view of megachurches. Um, this, this is just one of those studies I, uh, nah. Uh, 26% of respondents in the study had a positive view of famous or well-known worship bands. Well, again, how did they become famous? If, uh, three-fourths of the people don't like them, um... Evangelicals are not well-liked. Well, okay, I I get that. A true evangelical, uh, and a true evangelical church is going to have some enemies, but it's just, I I just, I read the study with interest, but I didn't put a whole lot of stock into it. Uh, Do I use statistics on this program, studies, research? Sure. But I never try to put a whole lot of stock in them. Again, it's all in the way you ask the question. One person could take a a survey of the general population of America and say, 60% of Americans are born-again Christians. If you look at the biblical definition of who a real born-again Christian is, you would come up with a percentage much, much, much smaller. It's all in your criteria. It's in your definition. And it's all in how you word the question. So, studies, polls are interesting but don't spend a whole lot of time on them and don't put a whole lot of stock in them. Uh, remember the polls in the last two presidential elections? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I think you do. All right, we're going to take the uh, final break of the hour and we'll come back and wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I hope all of you remember what this holiday is all about this weekend. It's not just a uh, three day weekend, or for some of you, a four day weekend. This is Memorial Day. Uh, When I was growing up, my parents and my grandparents called it Decoration Day. It is the day set aside every year to commemorate those that have given the ultimate sacrifice 
for our country. Those that have died in our country's service. We honor them. We remember them. I would imagine that many of you have family members, maybe a son, a daughter, a mother, a father, an uncle, an aunt, uh, a grandfather, grandmother, who uh, gave their life for our country. Please honor their memory and remember that freedom is not free. That is an old cliche, but it is so true. Freedom is not free. And the direction that our country is going, and I say this advisedly, I say it cautiously, but I say it with great emphasis. The direction that our country is going right now under its current leadership is making a mockery of what American soldiers have given their lives for for well over 200 years. And that indeed is sad. Now, just a little closed circuit thing to those of you here in Ohio. Uh, those of you in Tampa, yeah, maybe you could fly up. Uh, in Westerville, which is where I live, uh, at the corner of County Line Road, uh, or is that Maxtown? No, County Line Road and Cleveland Avenue, right across the street from the Westerville Recreation Center. Every year, the local Rotary Club puts up thousands of American flags to commemorate those that have served our country and given their lives for our country. I came by uh, on my way to the radio station this afternoon. It is spectacular. Take time. And they take it down Monday, I think at noon. Uh, It's up now. It'll be up all weekend, but then they, they take it all down, I think, Monday at noon. I encourage you. To go by, be great to walk through the rows of flags, their names on the flags. It is a spectacular thing done here in our community. And I'm sure there in Tampa there are observances and commemorations all over. If you can be a part of one of them, please do so. But we dare not forget. We dare not forget. We, who are alive, owe so much to those that have fought and died for our freedom. So please, please, please don't forget. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got that in. be great if I would have ended with that, but sometimes my timing is not the best, and I wanted to make sure that you if you if you didn't remember that you would remember why we have this weekend coming up uh the california dodgers are special to me i grew up and was raised in southern california as a kid i was a huge dodgers fan oh my goodness i was a huge fan and it breaks my heart that the los angeles dodgers have chosen to honor The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. If you haven't heard about this group, they are a sleazy, blasphemous, 
scandalous group of drag queens who live to make fun of Christ, Christians, and Catholics specifically. Uh, They have one routine where they put up a cross, they put someone on the cross uh, pretending to be Jesus, and then a couple of other of the members do sexual gyrations on this person, on the cross, around the cross. They basically use the cross of Christ as a as a stripper's pole. And the Los Angeles Dodgers have decided to give them the Community Heroes Award next month. Hard to believe. Community Heroes Award. Oh, they've raised some money for some charities, but they're blasphemous. Any reasonable—I don't care who you are, Christian, uh, atheist, Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, anyone that has any objectivity and common sense would look at their performances and call them not just lewd, but blasphemous, sacrilegious. Well, the Catholic bishops out on the West Coast—and this is so unusual— the Catholic bishops are asking for a full-out boycott of the Dodgers. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this, but they evidently they have had enough. Good for them. I can't imagine anybody with any respect and honor for religion could possibly attend that baseball game. And I'm telling you, If they did that about Muhammad, are you kidding me? They would burn the ballpark down. It would not be tolerated. But if it's Christians, if it's Jesus Christ, fair game. So uh, I hope the boycott works. I really do. All right, enough of that. Folks, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Be in a good Bible-believing church this weekend. If you don't have one, make this the weekend you search for one. They're everywhere. Find a good, solid, Bible-believing church, and don't forget the purpose of this weekend. Now, wherever you go and whatever you do, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.